everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. If it's your first time listening, thank you, and we hope you like the podcast. On this podcast, we talk about video games and movies that we either played or watched, and cover the news over these topics as well. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. And we're doing, uh, the, what's the one movie with uh, Michael Keaton in it? Um, Multiplicity? Or something <laughs> like that? Because we I got so. another Craig. That's the, that's the lead up there. We we have the Michael Keaton movie going on and we're just going to get more Craig's in the podcast. Eventually, I will have a collection of Craig's. Yes. And we will eventually just have a Craig podcast. <laughs> the Craig's. Yeah, you got to get your get your pokeballs ready then to catch them. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a fun segment today, so I'm going to go ahead and get into the news. There isn't a lot because we have this huge segment here. Uh, so with news, we have... Uh, Twitch streamer It's Chimp, uh, It's Timmy plays Apex for 54 hours straight and does a ranked solo queuing, which means he's all he plays with complete randoms every time from ranked bronze to ranked predator, which predator is the top 150 rank. Sorry, top 750 ranked in Apex. So 54 hours is a nutso stream. And Craig showed me highlights of It's Timmy uh, before. And he's yep. nuts at Apex Legends, and this stream is just nuts to begin with. I don't think it's the first time he's done this. I think he might have done it last season as well. But still, playing two days, over two days straight of any game is ridiculous. It's something that I would never be able to do. I, yeah. I play for 12 hours, and I get, yeah. uh, and I yeah. was pretty tired after that. Right. I feel like there's a, a short list of things that are new that you can do in Apex now. So it's nice to see him do something different with that. That is a long time to play. That is a marathon and a half. Yeah. To say the least. So by the time this podcast airs, we're going to have Call of Duty Vanguard uh, show off their gameplay or whatever it has on Warzone tomorrow on Wednesday. It has we have Pokemon also showing off and NHL 22 is also going to be showing off stuff. So because those conferences have already happened, you know, what was the one thing that surprised you guys about each of these conferences? Um, how about, you know, I was pretty surprised that the Pokemon in NHL 22 was actually a crossover. Oh, yep. OK. Yep. I understand. Nobody I saw that coming. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> what about you? Um, so as far as the particular footage that I saw, I mean, with Pokemon, I was surprised that I wasn't surprised. I mean, I mean, you basically know that the, the formula that you're going to get with uh, with Pokemon, um, regardless of which one they're dropping. And I was actually even while watching it surprised at my lack. And I'm going to be I don't know, this might be the most pessimistic I can be about video games, but my lack of enthusiasm in comparison to to, to other uh drops or footage or anything in particular that's really my takeaway nice yeah for me uh i'm excited that pikachu is going to be starring as captain price in the <laughs> next uh call of duty it was yep. just so surprising to me and captain price needed a refresh so now i'm just hoping that captain price gets his cameo in pokemon would just be the funniest thing that would be cool. how, do you even, uh, how do you even stick him in there like <laughs> i don't even know how you 
how you put them into Pokemon organically. Like, <laughs> so, uh, so here's my thought, and it's just because I'm thinking off the top of my head here. His ability is going dark. Okay. And what that means yeah. is that he blacks out the screen so you don't see the violence that actually happens that Captain Price is doing to the Pokemon. Okay. And then when the lights turn back on, the Pokemon has just fainted. That's all. But that's uh, it, its ability is uh, quite powerful. Captain Price would definitely be someone who's placed in the Uber tiers. True. Competitive. True. And the last one that I have, and it's kind of an interesting story, is the Outriders devs. Uh, It's people can fly, right, Craig? Is that what it is? Uh, They're still waiting on money to get from Square Enix. According to news reports, they have no idea how much Outriders sold or how well it did with microtransactions. And with that, uh, they're they're like still waiting on money from Square Enix. So hopefully that this ends up getting solved because uh, I thought Outriders was good. It's not my type of game, uh, which, you know, we played it for a little bit and kind of went over and glossed over it. But I can see why people like it. And hopefully this is something that uh, Square Enix gets solved quickly because the, the game deserves the, the developers deserve to get paid. Yeah, I. I didn't mind the game. I didn't actually finish it, but I probably put a good 10 or 15 hours into it. Um, I mean, it being on Game Pass, I think helps because there's no barrier as far as is this game worth $60. I think it is if you're into that type of game of a loot shooter, um, but it just didn't like hold on to me. I got to a certain point where you just are really literally doing the same thing over and over again that I was just like, all right, I'm done with this. I don't feel the need to keep playing because I didn't pay $60, but um, I think it could be it could be a series if they came out with another one and improve on some things that it, it could be pretty good. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Craig. I think I put like 10 or 15 hours into it, maybe 20. I put just enough in to, I think, get my $60 back. Yeah. Um, and it was it was good. It was good. It was it's not going to be on my top 10 of the year. Um, I selfishly used it as a game to get me to other games that I wanted to play, if I can be honest. But that was my initial atten- uh, intention. But I did have fun with it. It just, it's like you, you said, it didn't grab me. It didn't hold me past that 20 hour period. So, yeah. All right. And then that's kind of the small news I have, uh, unless you guys have anything you guys want to talk about when it comes to news. I did not this week. I left it all up to you. All right. How about you, Craig? I have one small thing. So because um, in the past uh, couple of uh, episodes or at least two episodes, three episodes ago, Craig and I talked about Abandon and uh, the whole Kojima thing and such. I got excited because on PlayStation, you were able to download this Abandon app and it wasn't the game. But it's basically this way for them to market the game by downloading it, and they're going to continuously release video content for the game. I downloaded it, and there was nothing on it. There was just like <laughs> there was yep. just like there was just like coming soon, you you know, like that kind of thing. So I just saw earlier today that they have released a five second trailer to put on this abandoned app and i'm excited to watch the five seconds um apparently it's just something small you know like somebody walking away like and you could see their shadow but what they're supposed to do is continually release content in order to get us either excited or to distract us from the fact that 
abandon is kind of dropping the ball by leaking or accidental leaks and such like that. So that's my news. I'm excited for abandon, but I yeah. But what what do you get out of five seconds? For you real? Get, <laughs> yeah, I know. You get like I guess you get something. It it, it it depends on how you perceive it, how you look at it. I look at it as a step in some type of direction for them to release more about the game so I can get excited about it. That's the tooth fairy Santa Claus way I'm thinking about it. If we're being, you know, if I'm trying to be at least positive, but the fact that they dropped it, there was technical issues when they first released it. People weren't getting any content on it. It was just sitting on your PlayStation and now they actually have five seconds. So we can shut up, I guess, for <laughs> for a week or two before we we come back and say where's where's more. So it's a whole circus anyway around that game. And Craig, I know you and I had a conversation about it. it's a whole circus around it. So yeah, um, I'm hoping that they release more so people like me or other people can get excited about something like that, or they or they can PT it and then we'll just <laughs> we'll all cry again. So. Yeah, but then if they PT it, the PS5s are going to be worth like two grand yep. now instead of just the 500. Yep, that's true. I am at the point now with this game abandoned that if this wasn't tied into Silent Hill, and even though they're continuously saying this has nothing to do with Silent Hill, this isn't Silent Hill, but they're benefiting off of the hype of it possibly being Silent Hill. If it's not, and none of this would have happened where this tie in, you know, people saying it is, I don't know if anybody would really care um, about this game other than like, you know, you and I who really love playing horror games. I just think everything they've done so far has been kind of bad. As far as marketing goes, this, I also downloaded this as well. And I was like, Oh, this is taking up a decent amount of space on my PlayStation for what, like a 32nd or whatever trailer that you get. Um, Eventually, I don't know if they're supposed yeah. to have any type of playable demo, but I don't know. I just at this point, I just want to know what it is. I'm kind of over their like cryptic uh, marketing that they're doing. But hopefully it turns out to be a good game because I am still interested in the game itself. I'm just over their the way they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much interested in Abandoned, but I don't know. For me, you're at least releasing 15 seconds. Like yeah. that's at least something that somebody could like burn in their brain. Yeah. Like five seconds. I'm going to watch that and then go back to watching TikToks. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what it yeah. reminds me of? If you guys ever watch American Horror Story does that. Like, yeah. I know that's not a video game. It's like a TV series, but they do that all the time. Like two months before the season, they'll do these five second Facebook clips that really, really don't tell you anything about it at all. But like you kind of get excited. I don't know. It's like a it's like satisfying that I need some content thing. Um, that we all kind of have. So I don't know. It's a weird yeah. marketing ploy, but it, I don't know what they're doing that YouTube can't do. They could just put it on YouTube. Like, you know, yeah. like they're not doing anything with it yet. So whatever. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get into today's segment, which uh, I'm going to be completely honest and fair here. We took from MinMax. Uh, how, what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to be going over with all of us uh, what games are coming out from now until the end of uh, 2021 here. And when we start going through the list, you know, you kind of realize how many games are actually coming out. But uh, we're going to take it kind of as this. Whoever gets this game 
the other per- the other two people have to not think about it, not talk about it. You <laughs> you couldn't do anything about it. The game doesn't exist to you. Yeah, you're not allowed to play it. Um, yeah, exactly. It's it's almost as if like you know that game comes out and let's say you wanted it, you can't have it yep. because that person already has. It's a one of one oh kind gosh. of in a way here. So uh, I know they did like bird chirps on that podcast we aren't gonna do that i think it would sound really i'm sorry it would just sound really corny if we did it so uh we're just gonna kind of you know i'm probably gonna make a meep sound or something like that or try to switch it up i was you know i will say i was thinking of doing gun sounds because we're the high sensitivity gaming podcast but i was afraid it's gonna sound really bad and i don't want to trigger anybody's ptsd (laughs) so we're we're going to do it old fashioned. Nobody needs to meep or somebody can air horn. It really doesn't matter. So uh, to start off here, because I'm pretty sure none of you two are going to fight off uh, fight for this game, really, <laughs> yep. is we have in August Madden NFL 22 coming out <laughs> August 20th. OK, uh, are, and, are you going to fight for this? One? I'll just keep this. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fight for it. I'll talk about it later Ooh. in the games we play. Yeah, me too. But um. <laughs> You know, like Madden is Madden to me. Uh, I like Madden. I love football overall. And it's kind of weird to say because this game is kind of already released, especially if you have the MVP edition. But. It, it you know, it's the the regular edition comes out uh, August 20th. And one more thing before we get too far into it, I am going to be keeping a tally of who has what game and. I will be posting on our Twitter. I will be posting up the who has what game, and then people can vote on who they think list is best. I think, I think it's a fun little concept, and we'll see who wins here. Yeah, I like. This. Uh, and hopefully, like it evens out. Just because I, I don't know who. Uh, it's good. You can have like all the games, but I guess that doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, try, try to hold back a little bit. You know, if Craig's got ten and I have one, maybe Craig takes a step back from a game that he's not so sure about. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm probably just going to try and take the ones that I know you're interested in. So all the anime ones are, I'm just going to take I them. hate you. <laughs> but I, but I'm going to win these discussions True. because I True. know, because I know these games better. So, uh, yeah, Madden 22. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to meep this one. I, I am interested. You I'm gonna hang back. Yeah, you can have this one again. We're going to talk about this when we get to games play because you and I both played it, um, but you can have this one. I'll leave my remarks till later. There we go. I eat first. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're going for uh, next now. And I'm co- kind of more or less going over the bigger ones rather than some more of the smaller ones. But we then have uh, Ghost of Shishima director's cut also coming out August 20th. I'm going to take this one. Okay. Now, all right. This is not a fair argument because the argument that you already pre-ordered it is not an argument, but I already pre-ordered it. It, it could be <laughs> I, though because that shows your interest yeah, in it. it. A, yeah, it abs- yeah. it absolutely yeah. is is something that you can kind of say. So, what happened to me with Ghost of Tsushima is I ended up playing about 40 to 50 hours and like most gamers, um, I was distracted by something new. I was kind of in that rut where I was walking around doing the side missions and I really didn't want to finish before I went to the final portion of the island. And 
this Iki expan- expansion is exactly what I need to revitalize it. In addition to, and it's funny to say it, the PS5 or just in general, the next gen or console uh, graphics to it. And I, I mean, it was already a completely beautiful game. I think that that game was basically a testament to goodbye PS4, you know, goodbye that era and hello PS5 without even being on that console. You know, it looked really, really good. Now, yeah. I am a little bit selfish in the fact where I, I I pre-ordered it because I wanted to revitalize, and I might even start the game over. I wanted to revitalize my love of it and actually finish it. So I'm kind of dangling that in front of you gentlemen, where it's like, I didn't finish it. I would love to do it. And this type of thing is exactly what I needed. And I, I like the weird way that you have, if you already have the game, to navigate pre-ordering slash buying it. I had to pre-order the PS4 edition, and then day of, I have to spend $10 more after spending 20 to then upgrade it to the PS5 version, which, whatever. Um, the game's great. The game is, is literally an, an, amazing, an amazing combination of sight, sound, story, and combat. So... I'm going to take this one, or I'm at least going to make the argument to take this one. I'm wondering what you guys think. I don't think any of us are going to fight you for it. Yeah. I, I beat Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm I'm good with where I am with it. I don't feel like I need the expansion, and I feel like I'm going to be getting enough games later on that I, I should, you know, we we got to spread out the wealth. Nobody should go hungry at the table. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I never even finished the first. I played like three or four hours. And for whatever reason, just stop playing. And I don't really have any desire to go back to it. So it's all you. Oh, wow. I thought all I was right. going to have to fight harder for that. Okay, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. You'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, next big one that I have coming up is Psychonauts 2 coming out August 25th. And that is on my birthday. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> just as a heads up. Now. <laughs> oh, you were born. <laughs> I'm I'm interested in Psychonauts 2. If uh and it kind of just depends on what everybody else's like previous history with it is. I don't have any previous history. I just like double fine games. At least I tend to like them. And based off of the trailer that we've seen, I think it's going to look cool. Uh that, that's really all I got. I don't even have this pre-ordered cuz it's coming out on Game Pass. So Yeah. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. I don't you can have this one. I played the original. I'm not like attached to it in any way. It is on Game Pass, so that makes it pretty easy. But you can have that one. I'm going to uh, relinquish that that one as well. I did not play the original. Uh, just kind of passed my uh, my spectrum. Fair. So that's all you, Barry. Especially all right. on your birthday as well. So I mean, if we were yeah, to fight, I'm, I'm glad I'm going to have something to play. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No More Heroes 3, August 27th. Um, I've never played one or two. This is coming out on Switch. The story is always like really weird. This is one of those like weird Nintendo ones that, you know, on Wii and like the Travis, uh, sorry. Um, no More Heroes 1 was a very cult classic game that came out, but I, I don't have any ties to it, but I put it on the list in case somebody was interested in it. Nope. Uh, not, not I said the cat. All right. So we all share this one equally. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm going to go with here with right. the stuff that doesn't get picked. Yeah. I want to see what it looks like after it's out, but it's, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't turn my head fully enough. 
it looks That's fair. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Not a lot of other huge games coming out in August, and we you know we're kind of in the middle of it already. So then let's go ahead into September, where the first game in September is going to be Sonic Colors Ultimate, <laughs> uh, coming out September seventh. Uh, I put this on the list because I went through the list and I was kind of like, oh, I'm interested in this. So uh, I like I tend to like the older Sonic games, and this is going to be heresy to say, but I actually thought Sonic 06 wasn't that bad. Oh, my God. Uh, Get out of here. Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> exactly. May, I, I was a little I, I was little when that game came out, I think, and I'm I'm pretty sure I was willing to like live with its faults and everything like that. So. No. I don't know. I'm interested in it. I'm not sure about you guys. Negative. Yeah, I'm going to give that one to you as well. Looks like I'm not playing anything. <laughs> yeah, you're into September. You don't have any new games nope. to play. <laughs> All right. September's next. got some gems. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, you're. Yeah, we'll. St- uh, and talking about games that you will probably win here. NBA 2K22, September 10th. Uh, yeah, I'll take oh, that okay, one. there we go. I'll take that one. All right, so we have that one. Yep. Of if people who don't know, like Craig's like a huge NBA fan here, uh, and he's probably the biggest out of uh, Craig Squared and I. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I've got no problem giving him NBA. I will say that I will take this one. I will fight for this one, but I also don't have a lot of hope for this one. Um, the gameplay has always been pretty good. Um, it's just the my player, which is where I like to spend a lot of my time this past year. I barely touched it because it was not that great and they hadn't changed anything. So unless they change a lot of things, it may be more of the same. But I still at least want to give it a try. Cool. So next on our list, and it's releasing the same day. And let me tell you, this is some this is some competition we have here. Uh-oh. Tales of Arise, September 10th. <laughs> Ooh. And th- fight, that's fight. that. That's all me. I don't care what you. I don't care what you guys say. I, I have the, that too, have Barry. That doesn't version. count. I have that. I, I read it. Did you read it? I did, did you, read did it. Read it. I read every Game Informer. Oh, okay. Come on now. Come on, sponsor okay. me, Game Informer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so th- there we go. But yeah, t- Tales of Arise. Uh, I've seen all the gameplay for. And I'm super excited for what they're going to do with it. And I've already pre-ordered the collector's edition directly from Bandai Namco. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, you can have that well, one. Well, that's, that's... Yeah, you that's can what, have it. I would like to I just thought. throw that I am excited about that game. I just don't have a better argument than that one right there. <laughs> what? Okay, well, first of all, what exactly yeah, did you yeah. get from pre-ordering it directly from them that you could not have gotten from your local store? So the collector's edition it's comes a with pillow. a. It's a body uh, pillow. No, it is not. It is not a body <laughs> pillow. Make that very clear. Uh, it is a. It's a. It's an anime statue. Okay. It looks like a pretty high quality one. Okay. Uh, Eighteen inches. You get a steel book soundtrack, which the soundtrack in these games do tend to be pretty nice. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, an art book as well, which anime games have like some of the most glorious art that you can have, and I love looking at that stuff. So. I um, there's I enjoy the Tales games, but I know better than to go against you on this one. See, the thing is, like, you you like the Tales games and have a history with them. I don't. Yeah. I've never played T- Tales of Symphonia or Vesteria or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, 
Like, that's not something I have, but the combat and maybe this game is grown to me now. So I win. When I was younger. <laughs> I, I, I think that's I think that's up for debate here. You know, you gave it to me pretty easily. I already wrote it down. <laughs> that's it, fair. It's, a, it's, it's in the contract of the piece of paper, so it's it's already written in blood. Barry, your excitement made me think that you did play the other installments. That's that's <laughs> yep. Yep. you got to fake it till you make it. You got, and I will. Yeah. I will gladly fake it for this. <laughs> yeah. one. I got every achievement on Tales of Sym- and Symphonia on 360. What are you talking about? Crap. Uh, I don't that, that that's a big up for you. You have. <laughs> that is a big up. You no, know, you can I have it. It's fine. To, OK, I was going to be willing to say that I'm going to add a, a whole separate category on the Twitter that says who gets Tales of Arise, Craig or Barry, and just see who gets it. <laughs> no, I think you should get it. You should be able to experience it. So I will gladly give it to you. OK, there we go. I, I appreciate that. Uh, next co- next one coming up is Deathloop, September 14th. Mm, meep. Are we are we meeting? Me- you can you can whatever yeah, you, you can want to do. Meep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let, let us know you're interested. So, what what makes you interested about Deathloop? So, Greg? how much I do and don't know about it. Um, they did a great job thus far of letting us know, especially with the gameplay trailers, which is nice to see how polished it looks already. But I want to see how the game unfolds. How do you take this concept and how do you make it? a long game or a longer game or is it a long game um i haven't pre-ordered yet pre-ordered it yet but my wife and i definitely are going to be playing that one together we will probably purchase one and then see how it is but i because like i don't know the contrast of uh, obviously being the assassin on the other side and playing against each other yet but i do like being able to go through that loop trying to kill a certain amount of targets before you die. And then if you do, you go back, but you it's like that got that returnal vibe, but you go back through the level knowing kind of what people's habits and patterns are. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. And I'm, and I'm honestly wondering how difficult or easy it's going to be based off of that. There's a lot of die and go back games now. You know, there's not just one or two. So the average player or the average gamer who wasn't playing Dark Souls when it came out is playing some form or fashion. They're playing Hades or they're playing they're playing anything. And because of that, the average gamer is getting better at these type of concepts. So I'm interested to see how they execute this, because is this going to be a literal speed run of 30 minutes for somebody, or is it going to be a 30 hour game with uh, some type of content or curveball or something along those lines and, and the multiplayer aspect. So, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think those are good points to bring up just based off of what I've seen a death loop so far. I'm willing to like, kind of let that pass. Like it looks like you bring up returnal and that's right. But I also feel like they've put a lot of emphasis on like the hitman type of stuff for it as well, mm-hmm. yeah. where, um, seems like you could do anything you want. Yeah. So. I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. Like I, I don't have a lot of hope for it, but I want to be surprised that it's very good. All right. So I've recently looked up a release date, so I got to switch this around real quick. Okay. Uh, Origami Two, September seventeenth. I don't even know what that is. 
Uh, so this is a stealth-like ninja type oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. This is the yeah. one I told you to download because it, uh, they're introducing multiplayer and it's available on Game Pass. Well, that's obviously not going to work then if only one of us can play it. Yeah, you're right. But you can play. No, you can play single player too. <laughs> but uh, you know, I personally put it on here because I'm interested. But I also look at the list and it's like, okay, uh, Barry is right now eating. He's probably he's he's eating up all the games here. Eating up. So. Uh, I'm willing to share Origami 2 with the rest of you. Okay. I saw the gameplay on that, and it looks nice. Um, <laughs> it definitely looks like very, very interesting there. So, we'll I see. mean, I'll take it if you don't want it. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. So, Craig is going to be the Origami 2 king. And I th- I, th- I think this game's going to be a sleeper hit. So, if, if, uh, if you'll, I'll be happy if it ends up being as good as I think it is. Uh, and then, to no surprise to anybody at all, there is Kenna Bridge of Spirits, September twenty first. Mine. Uh, me. No. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Okay, so here, here's yeah. here's one that all three of us are really excited for. Uh, Craig knows now. Me personally, like, I find out that there's no physical version, or at least you can't. It doesn't seem you can pre-order it off of GameStop or any other listing because I can't seem to find the physical version anywhere. Uh, but I bought merch. Who else has merch? I got merch. It's true, you did buy merch. What merch did you buy? So I have a <laughs> Kenna Bridge of Spirits shirt, and I also have a pin uh, that I wear on my work shirt. You've probably seen it. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, before yes. it's the little, it's the little black. It's called the Rot. It's yeah. that little black thing. This this uh, man bought a T-shirt for a game he hasn't even played yet. Doesn't even know if it's good, but bought a T-shirt. Dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. Those things are I, cute, by the way. The rot. They look very cute. Yeah. I can't wait to collect them in the actual like game and use their uh, use their abilities. Yeah. Yeah, like just just overall, I'm I'm this is probably like one of the like games I'm most excited for that's coming out soon, just because when the trailer first came out, I love like the whole nature theme that it has to go with it. But I also am really hyped for like it looks like God of War combat in a way where it's third person. You're going to have multiple types of tools at your disposal. And it looks like it's got a little bit of puzzle stuff in it, which is like classic God of War where there are puzzles in it. So, um, yeah, you know, what? it looks it, like it looks like you took God of War and you threw Pocahontas at it. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? like that's, 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 that's not a bad. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what it looks like to me, like a nice combo there. Um, it looks beautiful. And. The price tag is not steep or is not heavy either. I think what is it, forty or fifty for it? I yeah, I've I have to I have to look on the digital site, but I don't believe it is priced at a full game, a full priced game. Yeah. All right. So in a current world where guys and gals like you and I who play games are angry with how people are pricing games in the last half a year, it is very refreshing for for Kenna to, to have that price tag. And I'm just going to say that. And that makes me more excited because that makes me feel like the studio is humble and that they just want you to experience it. And they also probably know either how long it takes to just beat for a standard player, or I heard it's, it's not open world. It's more linear, which is obviously nice as well. It's just refreshing. We're paying $100 for like re-releases of games now. And it's just nice for a new game to come out that looks that good that is not going to cost me the full 60 or 70. I mean, even the Deluxe doesn't cost... Is the Deluxe 60? Or... 
I feel like the, even the, the deluxe version is 50 and the regular game is 40, but I could be wrong. It's, it's, it's nice and refreshing to see that tag. But. Yeah, my, my, my biggest part of this game is that there's no physical edition, at least not yet, so it kind of makes me angry there. But again, I look at the list, and I have to humble myself as I've gotten a lot of the games I've wanted. <laughs> so I, I think it's between you two Craigs here for Bridge of Kenna. Yes, I bought merch, and I am super excited for it. But uh, with the games that I currently have on my list, I think I need to uh, let you guys uh, share in this Thanksgiving feast. I'm like adding a food element to this. There you go. I see that. You can have it. It's fine. I don't I think I'm as, as excited as everybody else. So you can have it. I, Craig, you uh, you saved me the uh, five minute argument because I just said Pocahontas a little bit ago and I was going to go into this big thing about how I was a kid and. <laughs> When I was a kid, my mom bought me the Pocahontas soundtrack and we would listen to it in the car. And because it's like kind of makes me feel like the, but you saved me from saying <laughs> yep. all that, even though I just said it. So <laughs> it's fine. You, it's all yours. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Canna Bridge of Spirits goes to Craig Cox. So we are now looking at, let me just give me a second here just to make sure there isn't any other games uh, that maybe we need to look at. It doesn't look like it is for for october so october rolls around and we're at fifa 22 now i'm I'm, this is going to be kind of the same thing for you i play all the fifas craig kind of like how you play the nba's i'm interested in it but i play the i play the closed beta which i'll talk more about later i'm not that excited for it but uh if you two are neither interested in fifa 22 this is this is my my priority, my burden to bear. You bear that, Barry. You bear it. Yeah. You bear All it. Right. I'm the kind of guy that plays the new Madden or FIFA eight months after it released. That's which is stupid. You're, sm- than the new you're smart. No, you're smarter than the rest. Yeah, of you us get it for like twenty game, bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by yeah. Buy, but two months after it's released, it's forty dollars, and I'm a, and I regret buying it just in general. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, I also have some fun ones in here with Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, October 5th. Mm. I can't stand you Super have... Monkey Ball. Yeah, you might have to eat so... that one, Barry. <laughs> no, I'm not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Monkey, so this is going to be something that we all share equally. That's, okay. uh, that, that's what I'm doing. With we all one. share the burden of this one. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. That, that is for sure. Next up is Far Cry 6, October 7th. Here we go! (laughs) (laughs) I just like the random. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Again, this is a game that all three of us as well. I am Meep here. I am interested. Uh, For me, I haven't played... uh, I haven't played a full Far Cry since Far Cry 3. Uh, The fact that it's in a Spanish country is really the only thing that has me really interested in it as I was born in a Spanish country and when games do kind of that like Spanish flair to it or Spanish language or Spanish architecture I'm a sucker for it to begin with so I I don't think I have as much of a chance as you guys do but that is my case let me hear your argument give it to me so so I have a uh, personal love of Juan Carlo Esposito all the way going back to the Breaking Bad days when he was Gus Fring and one of the best antagonists in modern television, at least. And when I saw his face 
in the trailers way back when, before they even did their, uh, their postpone and such like that, I knew I was going to play the game no matter what. Now, my Far Cry history is, it's funny you said you haven't played a full one since 3, Barry. I started at 4, and I heard the good things, and obviously 3 is one that you have to play because it has, a, it, it has I, arguably the best antagonist in the series, or yeah. at least the most crazy. Um, and four and five were great. Um, I particularly liked five and uh, specifically because of the, uh, the atmosphere going against that whole cult with one man proclaiming that he's the Messiah and he somehow has taken over a section of like the Midwest and you get stuck in that section. You know, they always kind of find some really grandiose story to pair with it, but I, I, I want to see I want to see Gus Fring. I want to see him as the uh, patriarch, uh, insane, in love with himself leader that you are trying to overthrow, especially because you are playing as a female character. Or I believe, I, I actually, I think the footage was as a female character, but you can choose between it. Or am I am I correct in that? Where it's kind of like Avor in Assassin's Creed. Um, I thought it was only the girl character. I think it's okay, just good. the girl. Yeah. Is it? I mm. wanted to, yeah, because I, I, I remember not being totally sure because they just didn't outline that specifically in the trailer, but I kind of like that that her versus him kind of thing. And the, 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 the environment looks amazing. And they have the animal, um, the animal aspect where you can kind of have that partner following on you. They have a dog that has like legs or sorry, wheels for legs. It's there's a lot of things going for it. Um, that whole thing may not beat the I was born in a Spanish country argument, which is a very. Oh, good no, you, you guys have no, you guys have better arguments than I do. Like that is a that's a very small thing because my connection and I just said it like anything that does the Spanish thing for me, it like does it like when Miles Morales did it, I was in love with Miles Morales. Like it's yeah. not it's not hardcore. It's not like something that's solely pertaining to Far Cry. It's any series that does this. And I'm gotcha. like, yep, I'm buying it. That kind of thing. All right. Yeah. Um, All right Craig, what's yours? Far Cry two, three, and four, full achievements. When we got to five, actually Primal, because Primal came. Primal, yeah. I was not as big of a fan of. I don't think most people were. Um, five, they were starting to lose me a little bit because at that point it's just oversaturation. I think we're to the point now where everybody's just ready for a new Far Cry. I just want to be back to the first time playing Far Cry 3 and just realizing everything you could do and how much fun it was. It was a game that like I never wanted to stop playing. That's what I want from Far Cry again. I just don't know if they can pull that off again because it's just the same formula over and over. But I think since it's been a little bit of time since five came out, I think people are ready. I know I'm ready. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I love me some far cry. Hmm. This, this one's tough because That's like, I'm trying point. to decide between you two full achievements uh, for it. Saying the, I will the say achievements, the achievements. Yeah. Show yeah. The he's dedication. got the full achievements. <laughs> He's got the achievement. I'm going to use that so on like, everything. He doesn't have a shirt that has Far Cry. Yeah, I don't. Have a shirt I don't have a Far Cry, Cry shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he has the achievements. The achievements are more dedication. <laughs> we all know what it takes to get those. Yeah. So. yeah. Full, full achievements. Far, Far Cry 6 is going to go to co-host Craig. All right. Uh, right next, 
Next up on my list is going to be Metroid Dread, a day after October 8th. I will throw my hat in the ring, but I don't fully expect to win this one, so. I'm going to throw a meep in the ring. Okay. Um, I also don't expect to win this one because... I'm almost going to give myself an anti-argument because I wasn't able to play a lot of the Metroids because I did ha- did not have a lot of Nintendo systems past N64. Um, so like the real good ones that everybody um, is excited for. Obviously, I watch footage, a ton of footage because I freaking I love Metroid from back when I had it on Game Boy. But oh, this is not a good argument. It's like an anti-argument. But... <laughs> I think I should get it because of that. I haven't had a lot of Nintendo between 2004 and when I got my Switch when it came out. So I think I deserve to play Metroid first. He's going Metroid for the pity. The pity yeah, clause. I, this is, this is an interesting. Barry, this, is an, this is an interesting tactic. Barry, are you throwing here. your hat in the ring on this one? No, I'm not. Nope. Okay. Um, hold on. Um, let me see if I can find an ace in the hole real quick. Stall for like two seconds. Uh oh. Okay. So for me, uh, like, and I don't know what it is about it. Uh, the recent Metroidvania type games, like Hollow Knight, like Ori and the Will of the Wisps, or Ori mm. and the Blind Forest, like, I just haven't been able to get through that game. And I'm just not sure if it's because I find backtracking sometimes can be really, uh, just like not fun. Yeah. It's just something where you, you beat an area. And a lot of these Metroidvanias really don't tell you where to go. You just have to find out. And exactly. the ace in the hole might have it didn't. Turned. It didn't work. I can't find my copy of Metroid on NES for that I bought when I was a Ooh, kid. Okay. It's here in the house somewhere. It's just not down here with me at the moment. That was my ace in the hole, and I couldn't find it. So you can win this one. Oh, all right. I, yes. I like that. He just didn't. He didn't have it ready. I so didn't have. Just, I don't know where it is. I'm gonna have to dig it out, but it's fine. But see, the list is starting to get a little bit more like evened out now mm-hmm. because now I haven't uh, gone for anything. And <laughs> the next one up is Back for Blood, October 12th. Uh, OK, here's the deal. Me. I have this in the uh, stuff to talk about. because I think we all played the beta, right? We all we all uh, did. I have not. I haven't. Touched oh, really? It. No. OK, so the Craig's played the beta. Um, I'm Barry, a bad gamer. Barry, are you throwing your hat in the ring for this one? I'm not. No, I didn't play the beta. You guys automatically okay. get one up on me. So, oh, okay. I'm sure we're going to talk about it later, but Craig, you can have this one. Um. So here's my thought on it. Stop. If we need to stop looking for a Left 4 Dead 3, mm-hmm. we, need, we need to. And Back for Blood, between the people that I played the beta with... Um, well, actually, not really. We all kind of had the same idea on it. But like what I'm seeing online is people are looking for Left Left for Dead 3, and it's not. It's it's Back for Blood. It's Back for Blood. It's got Left for Dead right in the mixture. And it's like almost if you tried to cook your grandma's peach cobbler, <laughs> but you put your own spin on it. It's still good. It has yeah. it has the foundation. Now, I'm gonna throw it out there. I I pre-ordered like the best edition, like the hundred dollar one. Like I want, I want all the skins and whatever you can give me at the start. The beta was enough for me. 
to to make that decision and i liked i liked the general hub aspect it gave me kind of like a call of duty vibe with that hub and when you started getting into the gameplay you could see it's not polished yet it's fine you know they still have time but i do enjoy the fast paced aspect of the zombies i didn't even see all of the special zombies yet and i already kind of like what they threw at us uh, some of yeah. the bloaters and such like that they seem to have adopted an apex and apex is the most recent game that i can think of to do this but an apex color style for the weapons yeah. so you kind of already if you played apex once you were like oh i know that the green weapon is better than you know like that kind of thing and you're looking for purple and such like that so i like some of the things they adopted i am not fully i am not fully sold on the card system the whole deck i mean i understand it's kind of nice to have your traits and abilities that you can collect over time but they really are focusing on it being a card deck in particular yeah. but gameplay it was the back for uh, the back for blood it was the left for dead-esque that i wanted i wanted to plop into a game after a long day of work and just kill some zombies i want to see the blood on my character i want to change between guns in the moment i want to get overwhelmed because i get too cocky in a specific moment and i want to do it with my friends and the beta did it and if the beta is going to get obviously they're going to clean things up and such and they're accepting so much feedback to try to make it better it's going to be it's going to be a lot more fun than I think some of the the poo-pooers who are speaking about it are saying. So I got my hat in the game. I, You're good. I got you, my hat in the game. You can have it. I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, at least that was easy enough. Yeah. All right. And on the video on the video podcast, I like teleported ninjutsu out of my room in you order did. to get my next trump card here. here uh -oh. There isn't much. Let's let's be fair. This isn't much of a. The, there's kind of no competition here. Demon Slayer: The Hinokami Chronicles. And if you guys don't see it, I have the limited edition Mugen Train that I imported from Japan. <laughs> oh come, my god! Come on, is anyone gonna beat me at this one? Come no. on, meet meet me out of this. You can no, have it because it. I don't think it looks good. <laughs> oh, nice! I love how you slip that in. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, did you words hear that? hurt, Craig? I know words hurt. Listen, I enjoyed I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the movie. I just don't think the game's going to be any good, but hopefully I'm wrong. It's all yours, though. I won't even try to fight you on that one. Perfect. I also have the movie poster. Sorry. You know, just another. <laughs> I drew another, one. Does that count? Dang it. You drew. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Okay. I drew two. Actually. He is right. I have. Yeah. The ones the ones you've drew, drawn are really good. Check out uh, Craig. What's your what's your uh, drawing Instagram? Uh, I think it's I recently changed. It I'm, should be just Craig Reese art now. Yeah. Gregory's art. Uh, uh, yeah, if you guys are interested, like, go ahead and follow his stuff. It's always amazing. I love, nice. uh, I I love the way Craig draws. It's really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, ne good. it's good to see and, you go through that process. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, out of the self promo range here. Okay. Uh, and I have a. I know I'm not interested in this at all, but the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes, October twenty first. Oh, I'm in on this one. Ooh. I'm going to step back because I want to hear Craig's argument. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I mean, I was late to this. Like the first one came out a little while ago and I didn't play it. Um, but I've played both of them now and I think they're great. They're just uh, there has been two, right? Not three, two, two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just think they're a fun time. Um, they're entertaining. It's pretty much just like playing, watching a horror movie. It's a self-contained, not that long um, I just like the play style. I, I love them. I think they're fantastic. 
no fight. Yeah, from what I All see, right. So, well, from what I see, they're not. I mean, Dark Pictures is kind of like that diamond in the rough um, yeah. because it's often overlooked by people who are just scrolling through their store to see what new games to buy. So it's exciting. I just I'm I'm not as excited for that in comparison to a lot of other titles, but I might pick it up Fair. like later on, probably before FIFA. Okay. Madden. <laughs> good dig good dig i like that one uh next up is battlefield 2042 october 22nd uh, i'm i'm throwing my hat in the ring here i'm, I'm gonna meet you can you can have that one i i'm gonna agree i'm more of a call of duty guy um yeah, we actually had that conversation a couple of podcasts ago, Craig, when we were mm-hmm. talking about games that we were interested in. We're we're just more Call of Call of Duty. Not saying we would never pick it up, but right. I've played all the Battlefield games, and I've tried so hard to get into them. I just can't for whatever reason. So something about like the way it controls has just never been something that's clicked with me. It's all you, Barry. All right, perfect. Next up on the list is. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, October 26th. Yes. Okay, I'm interested as well. I want to be. <laughs> I, I am. I I'm am. interested I'm even just, though um, we got burned by the Avengers. That's yeah, why I'm and, skeptical. Yep. And, and that's my thing here, too. I have, like, I've put Avengers on blast. We, yep. we Craig and I have both put Avengers on blast for what they did. And yep. I just like, for the most part, it seems to me that this is a more story-driven single-player game with Mass Effect-type kind of decision-making and how people will remember such a thing. I will admit, uh, I, despite Guardians of the Galaxy tending to be kind of that lighter mood-type thing, I am, I'm not super excited about it. It seems to be really leaning on this funny part, sort of, sort of it, so that's what kind of draws me out of it. But... I'm throwing my hat in the ring because I'm interested because it, it it has been drawing comparisons to Mass Effect series. Yeah. How about yourself? I mean, they got a lot of work to do to build faith back up again. I mean, they still haven't put in Spider-Man into the Avengers game. And that was like their big push on why you should buy it for PlayStation. Right. Was oh, yep. we got the Spider-Man exclusive still not in the game. Um, you and I both enjoyed the single player aspect of the Avengers game. So if that's what they're going for with Guardians, I have no reason to doubt that I'll like it. Um, it was just everything else around the Avengers game that was bad. So if they can get rid of all that and just go back to a good story with, you know, good controls. I think it'll be fine. I think it's going to be better than people give it credit for. Honestly. I'm going to give you Guardians of the Galaxy. I... I think overall, like you, I think you really do enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, don't you? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I have no personal ties with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought the movies were uh, like I enjoy the music, which is more the director kind of deciding what to do with it rather than um, right, rather than the Guardians themselves. And I just like Yondu because he whistles and that arrow is pretty cool. It is uh, pretty and cool. And he's probably not in the game, so <laughs> we'll we'll let that go. Uh, next up is going to be solar ash also coming out october 26th and i am going to put a meep in for me how about you two nope i'm gonna bow out i think it's a pretty looking game i think it's a very gorgeous looking game it's just not it doesn't catch my my interest immediately 
um, as something I want to buy. I would rather see footage and see if I'm actually going to like it first. Yeah, uh, for me, I I love the way the game looks. It looks to really remind me of the Pathless, which I really loved on PS5. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that, like, uh, I know you both have PS5s. If you haven't tried that game out, if it's on a discount, you should absolutely get it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was free for uh, for a moment in time on PlayStation Plus with the games that they had coming out. So if it is, in fact, for you guys, should definitely try it. It's a really good. Uh, and if Solar Ash is anything like the Pathless, I'm all for it. It's going to be fun. And even then. Okay. I think Solar Ash is going to be good. Uh, next yeah. on my list is Age of Empires 4, October Ooh. 28th. Uh, that's my hat in the ring for this one. I'm meeping for this. I would put my hat in the ring for this, Barry, and also go back to the fact that I played a ton of Age of Empires 1 and 2, but I will bow out based on the fact that I don't think my computer will even run it. I get it on a technicality. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, if I had, if I had like five minutes, I could probably find, I have my age of empires too, somewhere in, in this, in this apartment, but I don't know exactly where it is. I know I wouldn't have enough time to find it without being gone an awkwardly long time, (laughs) but it's somewhere. Um, kudos to anybody who has experienced age of empires because that game did something that we were not ready for when it came out. And there's a lot of games that can, uh, that should thank what they did because a lot of newer games adapted a lot of things from that game. I mean, it's it's hours and hours of fun. But Barry, you take it because I don't have my ace in the hole. So I'm gonna, I got to <laughs> give right. that one to you. I have the original Empires 3 on disc. I, I know exactly where it is. So like I, I at least could have pulled that. But uh, yep. I know my dad still has the Age of Empires original disc. Yeah. Uh, in his desk so uh, that's that's just a fun little story there yeah. next up is mario party superstars august 29th nope and uh eh, eh, uh, eh, 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 nope. i'm not nah. okay i guess i'm taking it <laughs> i want i want the old maps that's what i want <laughs> I just want the old maps. That's the reason the, the, I'm excited. This is the old maps. That's it what is. I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that there's not a Mario Party that has three maps that are completely new, and that's it. I want a more diverse grouping, and I have no problem with the old maps from from Mario Party One and Two because they were amazing. And but you did call it first, sir. Oh, it's not that about me calling it. Like the thing is, is and I did say like I was going to try to share the food as much as possible. If you've got an interest in the game, like I will give you super Mario, uh, uh, super Mario party superstars or, or Mario party superstars. Or do you have an interest? Share, oh, I do have an interest. I'm, I'm down. Yours. With, oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say we could share like a party. I was going to make like a bad joke like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Next one on the list. And I'm ready for all of us to fight to the death for this one. Uh, Just Dance 2022, November 4th. More like Dance to the Death. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you won't see me fighting on this one. I do end up usually playing them all, though. That's the joys of having a kid, though. I'm going to relinquish. All right, so vote. it looks like we will all have to play Just Dance together as a, du- as a, as a trio. I think okay. that's what this means here. Uh, subscribe to the... 
high sensitivity podcast only fans. Yes. Uh, for, for for that content. There you go. <laughs> Next up, and th- th- this one's this one should be fun. Uh, Forza Horizon Five, November 9th. Dang it. Meep. Listen, Barry. I no, will, no, no. I like, will fight you on this one, um, just because we both have a love for it. Um, but I would, I think, at the end of the day, you would probably win the argument just because of the amount of time and effort you put into the last one. So I will just fall back on to the fact that you have too many games already, so it should be mine. And that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to relinquish. There I think, uh, like, as as excited as I am for yep. it, I really do think that uh, we need to spread the wealth here. And you you will have Forza Horizon Five. You can borrow my uh, my uh, racing. Wheel. How's it feel knowing that you can't think about that game ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but I got Demon Slayer. You know, I got Demon Slayer. <laughs> I got I got Tales of Arise. Okay. I'm, I'm winning the well, I'm winning the anime category. T- Tales of Arise and Forza Horizon are probably about the same amount of hours spent in the game. I would think so. It's probably fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might. Yeah, you're probably right. And speaking of anime games, Shen Megami Tensei Five, November twelfth. Mm. I didn't play the other ones. I'm interested, but not enough to throw my hat in the ring. That's a uh, that's a later game for me. Like later on. Again, the anime king rises <laughs> to the challenge. Oh my god! See that? See the problem is, is by the time I finish Tales of Arise, which will be like 120 plus hours, yep. I'll just get started with Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yep. I hope you like playing two games all all the rest of this year because that's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I like it. All right, so the. I know how much I have, and this is kind of the next point that comes into this. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm going to combine the two here. Yeah. I don't have an attachment to Diamond and Pearl as I do to, like, Silver and Red and Blue, so I don't necessarily have the urge to play this. I'm going to meep it specifically because I am looking for something to get me back into that Pokemon style again um i haven't really because like i i have shield that the last pokemon i have is shield and then before that it's it's i couldn't even tell you i i'm still one of those old heads that's just like it'll never be as good as red and blue and yellow yep it was revolutionary when we could start with pikachu like you know what i mean like it was just i i'm I'm still one of those heads and i um i'm kind of looking to get back into into Pokemon and specifically because I have not played besides shield a lot of Pokemon recently besides snap. I mean, we're not counting. Snap. We're, 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 we're counting like catching and fighting Pokemon kind of thing. So that's my argument. It's not, that's my only argument is, is, is I, I think you get it here uh, as I didn't, like I kind of stopped at Ruby and Sapphire and then I didn't pick back up till XY. So that kind of area there really is unknown to me. I'm excited for the games, but I really don't have any personal connection to get me, uh, to get me up there. And I also have too many games. So Craig, they're yours. Shining diamond and brilliant. We then have, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Craig is going to be the only one who gets this one. Uh, farming simulator, 2022. (laughs) Listen, 
I don't know about that. I'm not a big fan of the farming simulators. one. I'll play any simulator game, but those ones I always bounce off of pretty quick. I do enjoy Clarkson's farm, though. The show. That was a good show. It was good show. All right. We we're almost done uh, with this segment as now we get into December and the unannounced date for games, but are expected to come out later this year. Uh, Advance Advance Wars one plus two reboot camp. Uh, December 3rd. Uh, this is a Fire Emblem type game for me. I don't have any uh, personal ties to the Advance War series, but it's it's supposed to be like Fire Emblem, so I'm immediately interested. Well, not supposed to be, but you guys get what I mean. Yeah. Okay. It's all it, you. It looks fun. It looks fun. And I, but I, I played a Fire Emblem, but um, I, I'm not, I'm going to give that one to you. All right. Next up is Dying Light 2 Stay Human, December 7th. Me, me, yeah. me, 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 me. I think right. both of us. I think you, yeah, if I, the first one was good, right? Um, yeah. I don't think I ever actually, I don't remember if I actually beat it or not. So you you may have me on this one. Um, I didn't beat it either. Uh-oh, here we go. This is the stalemate, <laughs> the stalemate we've all been looking for. Um, I wish you guys could actually be a fly on the wall in my apartment because of how much footage that I've been watching of it. Um, that five minute trailer where they show you in the hospital and you're trying to basically navigate your way. It looks kind of like how you would navigate in the last of us. There's a bunch of um, sleeping or dormant undead and you're just trying to make your way through it. It looks, it looks beautiful. And I encourage anybody at home to watch it. I think it's, I think the monsters is in the actual title of the trailer. If you just type dying light Two monsters, Um, the developer said that there is over two, thousand two to three thousand animations just for parkour in this game just to show you parkour in a first person game so uh it's it's gonna be great uh the setting takes place um after the first one so for people like me or you craig who haven't necessarily finished it it's not we we are it's confirmed that we're not gonna see any characters or at least any recurring characters from the first one. So it's fresh and it's new. Um, they have a faction aspect where there's different factions throughout the city. And if you help certain ones, they'll put up more ways for you to parkour. Um, there's, there's, it, it, there's so much going on and it looks great. It looks fantastic. It looks, that part looks scary, not just running from zombies or choosing to go out, out at night, like the normal, how you get scared in dying light. But what, what they really get you or how they really get you in these games where you're parkouring and literally athletically navigating yourself around zombies is to stick you in certain missions where you have to slow down and, and do the and do the last of us navigation where you're just crawling around. And it, it looks great. It looks great. I want it. I want it on my PlayStation now. Right. <laughs> That's my argument. That was convincing enough. You can have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of us are going to. Mm-hmm. are going to fight you on that one. All right, we then start to get into the unannounced, or sorry, un, undated games. Uh, for the most part, we're looking at WWE 2K22. That's I think me. This defaults to, I think this defaults <laughs> yeah. to Craig. Yep, that goes to me. Just figured I'd put that in there. Uh, and if the, this is an interesting one, just because most of us have this game already, but I wanted to mention it. There's a chance that Cyberpunk 2077 next-gen version 
um, is released. Are right, so mm. any of us interested in that? I just thought it would be an interesting. Keep that away from me. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. All right. Uh, yeah. We'll give that to Rachel, honorary member of the podcast <laughs> here. Rachel will get the next-gen yep. version. Rachel yep. on the and, board. And kind of the last one that uh, you guys had talked about earlier, and I already have Battlefield, so I'm going to let you two fight over it, Call of Duty Vanguard. This is a tough one. I play a ton of Call of Duty every year. Um, played a ton of Warzone. I actually didn't play a whole lot of Cold War this past year, though, because I was not a fan of the multiplayer. I'm okay with going back to World War Two. I'm pretty sure that's what we're looking at here, but um, they have to do some changes for me to stick with it. Uh, but I am interested in what they come out with. Call of Duty, at, at least the single player alone, I think is worth it every year. Uh, I'm going to give this one to you, Craig, because Call of Duty is the only... If you were to walk down the standard aisle of any Target or just any store that has PS5 titles, that's the only title that I don't that I haven't purchased. I just dodged it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I was Call of Duty'd out because Warzone was very specific to me and I didn't like the Fortnite aspect of it, mm-hmm. which just the 100, you know, players dropping in kind of thing. So I took a break. The break ended up being a longer break and then a longer break and then a longer break. So I, as a Call of Duty fan, have not been fan enough. So I want to give that to you. Hopefully it's Halo good. Infinite. Yeah. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. I mean, I'll throw my hat in there, I guess. I don't have an Xbox. But <laughs> Halo I love Infinite. Halo like everybody else. But that you two can duke over it because you have Xbox. True. And I would just nope. have the game. Nope. And I would have to then acquire Barry Xbox doesn't want it. We he doesn't want it. I know. I don't want it. No, I don't want it. No, I don't want Halo Infinite. Like, I'm sorry, but like they they lost me when this game's been delayed yeah. multiple uh, times and we still don't have a release date. True. This is uh, this is their fault uh, for it. So the, uh, I'm going to put up the list on Twitter. Sweet. I hope this game was fun for you both. I did enjoy doing this. Uh, the list will go up on Twitter and uh, some other accounts if we can get it on there. But overall, uh, let me just see here. Barry has 11 games. Craig Reese has 10. All right. And Craig, uh, Craig squared has eight. Oh, so Ooh, all right. I, I mean, I, I can feel, give I feel you like Call of Duty if you want then, Craig. No, no, I'm all right. good. I'm good. All I think, right. I think that was a very fair, a, a very fair, um, challenge for the three of us and i still yeah. like even though i'm i'm i only have eight i still like where it turned out it, it wasn't as one-sided as i thought i thought i was going to relinquish way too many and then i would have one or two and you guys <laughs> would have 40 so i like where it lays cool me too yeah like each of you have things that i would personally want and i feel like i took all the stuff that nobody wants <laughs> so i think <laughs> I think it ends up all right there. So we're going to go ahead and go into games played here. We are already at the hour, and I try not to keep people too long into the podcast here. So uh, I'm just going to kind of go over the games I played kind of quickly and as well with the movies. Yeah. Uh, And I'm just going to go ahead and blitz through mine. Uh, Madden 22, minor upgrades. I, in presentation, the franchise mode does look a little bit better with the additions that they added to it. This was only the 10-hour trial mode. So I'm not sure what things are going to get fixed afterward. 
The home field advantage uh, thing seems to be a little bit overpowered to start. I'm hoping that they tone it down. Uh, Madden 22, I already have it on my list. I'm going to buy it. It's written in blood that I must get this game. And Okay, but question for you, because I played it as well. Other than, yeah. other than a slight improvement in intros, right, when you first start the game, and the, and the fact that they look better without their helmets on, did they change anything? Because it looked identical to me. The game does look very similar. Yeah. I thought that the I thought the uh, like weather was a little bit more realistic, like especially during the um, the intro game when you're playing as Buccaneers versus the uh, what is it? The Chiefs. That's yep. it. I thought that they took a lot of time that went into like that presentation of the game. Yeah, but there are still some players that don't look like themselves, like. The Miami Dolphins, I played their first game of the season, regular season. It's Cam Newton. Cam Newton does not look like Cam Newton in this game. Uh, oh. And I've seen Cam Newton recently on ESPN. So yeah. uh, He's a very distinguishable I, man. So Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I it's kind of it, weird. There's but. just nothing there. It's, I mean, I you played a lot more this past year than I did, but I did play a decent amount of it. I did buy it. Um, I just don't see that much of an improvement. I know this is the one that we were looking at to be like, all right, this should be the year where we see some true next-gen stuff, but I just don't see it. And then the the other game I played was uh, FIFA 22 Closed Beta. I was invited to it. I was originally very excited for it. The Unfortunately, my excitement quickly died down as FIFA has been teasing this hyper-motion, and I was hoping it was going to like bring this sort of extra realism or something to the game. I'm just not seeing it. I'm not seeing these. The thing that they seem to do is the next gen games, both for Madden and FIFA, both look very, very much the same. Uh, I didn't expect a huge upgrade considering that we did get next gen versions of these games uh, last year and they unveiled like new engines and that kind of thing. So it was going to be the same regardless because these games come out on a yearly basis. But um, I'm hoping to maybe see a little bit more. Uh, when the full game comes out and I'm hoping it grabs my attention, but it just feels like the same old FIFA that it has for the past three years. And that's not a good sign. Fair. Same old FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, all right. So I'll run down my games quickly here for you. Um, I did play Hades on Xbox since it came out for Xbox and PlayStation this week. Um, it's on game pass. I do have it on switch as well. I think I talked about it a little bit then, but it's nice to actually play it on not the Switch and see full resolution what it's supposed to look like. Still a great game. Still enjoying the hell out of it. Um, can't you know hype that game up enough. I think it's fantastic. If you have an Xbox, you can literally play it for free with Game Pass. So 100% do that. Um, also, I bought, speaking of simulators, Car Mechanic Simulator 2021, Barry. This is, uh, be aware, this might take game of the year <laughs> yeah. here. Um I bought this this <laughs> week, and I think so far I've put in about 10 hours, which is a lot. Um, it is very, very good if you're into that type of stuff. I don't even have any desire to be a mechanic, but the idea of taking cars apart and, and fixing them and putting them back together has been a lot more fun than I think it should be. Um, it is a little grindy as far as trying <laughs> to get money, but uh, I have been having a blast with it. Uh, it's like 30 bucks, I think. Um, 25 right now, I think it's on sale. I've been having a ton of fun, so 100% check that out. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that I played, which uh, a 
Craig, I know you played as well, was the back for Blood Beta. And we can kind of, I guess, get into this if you want. Um, I was not impressed um, for the most part. It's mm-hmm. handles fine. Um, I do get a little bit of Left 4 Dead vibes, but not 100%, which is fine. Um, the card system, I think, is bad. Um, I think it's something they need to fix or adjust. It kind of scares me that it could end up being a pay-to-win type system there. Um, and I played like the first mm-hmm. campaign that they let you play there, and I just didn't get as many of like the like the standout cool moments that you got from. I don't want to compare it to Left 4 Dead, but like the moments you would get in the Left 4 Dead games where you're just getting like overwhelmed by a ton of zombies. I just didn't get it as much in this, so a little mm-hmm. disappointed. I'm still going to play it. Obviously, it's on Game Pass when it comes out, and hopefully it fixes some of these problems. But overall, I was pretty disappointed by it. What do you think? Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's actually interesting that you bring up, like, kind of being worried about the pay-to-play kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that I didn't even think about. Um, and the card system, when you think about it, actually is kind of hinting to that possibly being in our future. However, yeah. Uh, what what I do like about it, and you know what, you're right. Um, there weren't as many. Oh my God, help me! Left for Dead moments. I thought that playing it on the difficulty, because I thought I would try it on like the easiest difficulty just to get into it. The next time that I played with some friends, we had it on normal, and we died like four more times than the other time. So the difficulty is not necessarily or the overwhelming aspect, the I'm going to die thing is not there. And that is correct. I just think if they, in this next month or two, maybe kind of make it a simpler process for themselves and what they're trying to achieve, Left 4 Dead was not rocket science. And that's why we loved it. Yeah. So if they're trying to do a spiritual homage to it with this Back for Blood, but have this own different vibe, then they got to do something with the card deck. Like, I, I also agree there. I I hope that there's a lot of content because they had it split between four episodes of two different missions. Like you played like one episode one through four and then you played like four episode one through four, something like that. So you got a taste of two halves or halves of a mission or of a full mission. So my worry is that there's not going to be enough content, that there's going to be like four levels with eight parts and that's it which yeah. there may be, but I don't know how, how longevity wise that's going to last. If you but think we'll about see. left for dead, like the original left for dead, left for dead two specifically, there were how many missions like four total. Actually. Yeah, I think no. there weren't many that you bring it up. There might've been. Yeah. There you don't need many. a ton of missions. They just need to be fun to play over and over again. Cause I played so much left for dead too playing the same missions over and over and over again. And every time it was fun. So I'm not opposed to them only having a couple missions, but they have to be memorable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's all I played this week. They got some time. Hopefully, hopefully they took uh, that into consideration and maybe we'll see a good game. Yeah. Um, All right. Craig squared. You're up. Oh, so besides Back for Blood beta, I have played two more games within the past, uh, you know, two to three weeks, four weeks. I would say the first one is going to be Skyward Sword. I don't have to explain the game. Frankly, I'm 
probably one of the last people to be the first to play it, so to speak. But I like it. <laughs> um, cannot stand motion controls. Played the motion controls for an hour. After that, then I started enjoying the game when I took them off. Um, I, I'm really surprised that a lot of people have been telling me they haven't enjoyed the motion control. Like, I know the motion control is hard to deal with, and maybe it's because that's the way I originally played it. But uh, Skyward Sword for me is still best played with motion control. And I understand that some people don't think that way. But for me, um, I don't know. I guess it's more I learned to deal with it and made it fun. Other than like the Skyloft thing, like I've talked about that before, the Skyloft thing and having to like hold one hand up like an airplane with your Joy-Con and like do this. It's like the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, I thought the sword play was fine. Well, I I was looking and uh, it seemed like playing it on the Wii had a better response than this, uh, than their execution on the joy cons. Um, and I couldn't tell if I had a, Wii uh, like remote or like if I was playing it back in the day, if I would have enjoyed the motion controls better, but the mission where, and this doesn't obviously spoil it for the one person who hasn't played skyward sword now, but the mission where you have to basically, uh, catch that it was basically a game of Quidditch. But and yeah. you were flying around that that utterly frustrated me with the motion controls. And then as soon as I turned yeah. them off, yeah. as soon as I turned them off, I got it and I continued with the mission. Oh, one other fact: it's nice to see some link. Sorry, some link, some Zelda footage. Zelda is normally the end of the game for most Zeldas. Like you see her for two seconds, you see her in flashbacks, you know she got taken somewhere. But like these Zelda moments in the beginning on Skyloft, I was like, oh wow, she's 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 following me in a specific part of the game. It was actually pretty refreshing. Normally, normally that's the end goal is the last 20 minutes is getting Zelda and everything's fine. And you see Zelda again, you know, um, that would be the other side note to mention from Skyward Sword for me. Great game. Love it. Um, I just can't deal with the motion controls personally. Um the other game that I'm playing is uh, Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights, which speaking, we were talking earlier just about um, kind of like that Metroidvania style game. Great. It's a great game for 20, 25 bucks. I got it on PlayStation. You play as this uh, this girl named Lily. She's the white priestess. Uh, the world has fallen into this. Uh, there's like a never ending rain that turns everybody into zombies and undead and such. She purifies um the masses from it and she wakes up with no memory but she has that ability to be able to harness harness people that she does purify so there's a lot of fighting involved and puzzle solving and such and it really kind of reminds me of that it's not quite hades because it is a little bit easier than like a hades type of game or any type of uh game there because when you die you don't necessarily lose everything you just go back to your last save so it's easier um, but the soundtrack alone, I would recommend people watching the trailer for it because people have purchased the game after hearing the soundtrack specifically. Um, there are points, especially when you're fighting the game's many bosses, that you feel like you're in a symphony and it makes it a very one-on-one moment with you and that boss. And the levels have a lot of personality. I recommend it. Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights. Great game. Um but that's all I've been playing right now. All right, cool. Uh, we'll then go into movies, which for me, like I'm, it's going to sound like a lot, but really it wasn't that much to me. 
I watched all four of the redo of Evangelion. Uh, it's an mm. anime series. Um, I'm not going to get too much into it just because it is kind of a lot because this series has an anime that came out in 1994 or five with 26 episodes. There is a movie that also like this anime has a lot of uh, like differences with it or a lot of differentiating opinions because the movie ends one way, the anime ends another, and then this movie ends a different way. But at the end of it, this is kind of the magnum opus for Evangelion. And to be fair, we had to wait for these movies, uh, like the final movie here, for eight years. So we wow. finally get the final movie after all this. I'm going to compare it to my kind of experience with Demon Slayer. Like, this is going to be a top five movie for me, but it's because of my history with the series. Mm -hmm. uh, the movie, the action is fantastic. The animation is top quality. And the ending itself, I've said it before, the ending is paramount to any any sort of media. The ending was something that just kind of blew my mind. And even after a day after watching it, I was still thinking about the ending for like a good like solid 12 hours. Wow. Uh, even after that. So if if you're interested, the only thing I'll say is you get a lot more from watching this series the more you know about it. So if you can go on Netflix and you can get through the very kind of, you know, the slow animation of 1994 uh, with the original and then watch the movie End of Evangelion and then watch this, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. But if you're just watching the End of Evangelion, I think you're uh, sorry. If you're just watching the Rebuild series here, these four movies, I think you're going to get something out of it. It's just not going to be as much as what everybody else is talking about on the internet right now. Fair. Okay. Um, don't what, what I watched this week. Uh, I did finish outer banks. Barry and I, we've already talked about it in person a little bit. Um, that series is nuts. Yes. <laughs> um, had a great time with it. Can't wait for another season. And it's the same thing when the first season, ended. I'm like, all right, cool. When are we going to get another season? Because I have so many questions. Um, quite the cliffhanger there. Uh, a lot, a lot still to be answered. So, um, give me more seasons. Give me like 15 more seasons of John B and I'll be happy. hundred percent recommend everybody watch that show. Um, if you don't like John B, I don't know what's wrong. Something's wrong with you. Um, and then the other thing I watched this week was I started sweet tooth, um, which is on Netflix, which is based on a graphic novel or series of comics, I believe. Um, I've been having a ton of fun with that one too. That one surprised me with how much it drew me in almost immediately. The premise is just like stupid. When I first saw the trailer, I'm like, Oh, it's this kid. That's a hybrid between a deer and a human. That's weird. I don't want to watch that, but, um, just know that like the story there is insanely cool. Um, hundred percent recommend people watch that as well. It gives me a lot of like early walking dead vibes. And I was super into walking dead back in the day. So, 100% check that out as well. Any okay. sort of movie or media you watched, Craig Squared? Uh, so I was staring at it for a while, and I finally buckled down with my wife and I, and we watched uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Okay. And uh, I rented it for six bucks on Prime. It was worth the six bucks. Chris Rock is a very interesting enigma to me as an actor. Because on paper, he's not supposed to be a good actor, but he doesn't do that badly to me in serious flicks, if that makes sense. He's obviously typecasted as a comedian in a lot of his flicks, but 
I didn't mind them in Saw. I mean, it had it had its tropes, more or less, like some dead cops start showing up in this area, and he has a very checkered past where he um, is actually a straight shooter cop who caught his partner doing something illegal, or at least a cop doing something illegal, and he dimed him out. So we know how what that does. If you haven't been a cop like the three of us, you know what diming out a cop does. We've seen enough shows where uh, the whole police force doesn't trust you anymore, at least your peers. And some dead cops start showing up, and he kind of gets kind of roped into it there's some Saw-esque deaths. They were really gruesome in this one. Um, I think they were trying to compensate a little bit because they had to tell an entirely new story in an hour and a half. However, I liked Chris Rock. Samuel L. Jackson played Samuel L. Jackson's character for the past 35 years. It's entertaining. It always is. He can be a chef. He can be a cop's father. He could be anything. I even enjoyed him in the spirit. And I... And I know the spirit got a pretty bad rap, you know? So, like, he's always going to have the same guy. He's great. It's it's entertaining. I recommend that you guys watch it, especially because it takes a step back from trying to fill a seven to eight movie um, consistency with the story. It's doing its own thing. It's from the book of Saw, so it takes a step to the right. It was an entertaining hour and a half. I liked it. I was surprised that I did. It's not going to win anything in terms of like an Oscar, but I liked who was in it and I liked the execution of it and it kept me going. I didn't fall asleep during it. It was a really good one. It was, it was, it, it was, it was good. So I recommend it. If you haven't seen it, it's at least six bucks on Amazon or you can wait another route. Um, I just buckled down and I needed something new and uh, I think you should check it out. If you're, if you're interested, if you at least watch two Saw movies, you should watch it. But that's really all, all right. I watched. All right. Uh, anything else to add from you two? Nope. Did you guys have fun today with this uh, segment? At it least. was a good time. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a great time. And it got me more excited for the next four months of games. Yeah, it's kind of surprising how many games are coming out this year. Everybody kind of thought that we weren't getting too many games because a lot of games have been moved. But looking at the list, you know, I have like, you know, 10 plus each of you have like eight or nine. So yeah, yeah. like that's over 30 games or, you know, high 20s for anybody to play. So, yeah, I think I think this year should be good regardless of anything else that's coming out. It's too bad. I can't think about fours of five anymore or <laughs> Kenna Bridges Spirits. I am pretty bummed about that, but yeah. I I got my fill. So with that, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you liked it, please make sure you share it with your friends or share it on your social media. If you try to get other people into it, we'd really appreciate uh, you helping us grow the podcast from there. If you're interested in uh, getting in contact with us, sorry, my brain just kind of sputtered right there. Uh, We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook and the, we do have a Twitch as well kind of been dead but i'm uh i'm pretty close i just have to now get a different i have to get a new capture card so that's why it's taking me so long oh, okay so just so you guys are aware that is in the works and with that we'll thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time see you later later, later.